Good morning to healthy foodies out there, people on a mission to learn as much as possible about eating healthy food in order to hopefully look great, feel amazing, and perform the best on all levels. This is Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. Of course, all the time we usually end up learning more than one thing, uh, but uh, uh, hopefully you're applying at least one thing today. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself, that today your personal nutritionist, your personal health and wellness coach, your personal fat loss guru, uh, diet and food detective, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for healthy eating, healthy food, nutrition, everything and anything we put on our plates, in our mouth, in our fridge, hopefully to feel better look amazing and perform the best on all levels. Today uh, is Friday and it is our uh, lighter episode, uh, meaning uh, it's Q&A, not so much uh, science in this particular episode, guys. If you want for, uh, if you'd like to hear more science, uh, listen to uh, previous episodes this week about immune system, about LDL cholesterol and other interests interesting uh, nutrition tidbits for uh, to apply to uh, feel better and look better and perform better. Anyway, today's episode is dedicated to answering your questions that I've been getting uh, over the week uh, um, on the internet or uh, live in person or during our uh, Skype Q&A calls that I'm, that by the way, you you too also can schedule completely free. Uh, book me on Skype. Uh, this is the link um, that you can find um, in the show notes or on my Instagram in bio. So without further ado, uh, let's start answering your questions. When doing ketogenic diet, how do you know what your fat and protein intake should be? Well, how do you know? Well, first of all, what's your goal on a ketogenic diet? You know, there are different kinds of ketogenic diets. I mean, there is classical ketogenic diet that was designed initially to treat um, uh, different conditions like epilepsy or or different seizures, uh, or sometimes uh, there are also therapeutic ketogenic diets to uh, either treat or help with treatment of cancer uh, and also ketogenic diet for people with diabetes. Uh, You know, there are all kinds of ketogenic diets. There is also a cyclic ketogenic diet when you're getting in and out of ketosis. Um, There is also modified keto diet and ketogenic diet specifically designed to gain more muscles and maybe increase your mental performance and focus. So there are all kinds of goals on a keto diet, like on any other diet that uh, you might have. So depending on that, you would change the amount of fat and protein um, and might be carbohydrates in your diet. Uh, So even though all the ketogenic diets you get the most of your calories from fats, uh, meaning that of all the macronutrients per calorie, like if you count all the calories, 
most of your calories you're going to be getting from fat. So fat is your main fuel source on a ketogenic diet. But of course, besides that, fats provide essential uh, nutrients that are needed to produce hormones and some cell structures. So fat is not only fuel, but it's also uh, an essential nutrient that your body needs to build different structures. But anyway, uh, depending on your goals, uh, you would change the amount of fat and protein and maybe carbs. So um, as an example, let's say, let's take myself. Uh, my goal for it now is to build a little bit more lean muscle mass. And at the moment, I'm actually uh, getting leaner for a photo shoot. So basically, I'm burning the fat, trying to preserve and build muscles. So based on that, I am based on my own body composition. So taking into account how uh, much lean body mass I have how much I train uh, and also based on the knowledge of my body uh, that I have, how I react to different amounts of protein and fats. Based on that, I design, I'm designing my macros and my macros now, so my protein is somewhere around uh, 50% of my calories or less, maybe sometimes between 40 and 50 probably. So I'm trying to hit 130, 140 grams of protein per day because uh, this is important for my goal of building clean muscle mass. Uh, then my fats are usually somewhere around 100%, sometimes at 120, somewhere uh, in that range. Uh, and that allows me to hit the caloric needs, the energy needs that my body, specifically with my training and my lifestyle, needs for um, to support all the function and also to, um, to turn on the fat burning machinery so I'm getting actually leaner. So again, so for me, for example, I'm trying to hit 130-140 grams of protein and 100-120 grams of uh, fat. A lot of people who are training a lot, doing a lot of resistance training, also want to be lean uh, and train hard, uh, seems to thrive on this ratio of uh, one 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 to one, meaning per gram, one, uh, for example, 120 grams of fat and 120 grams of uh, protein. Uh, usually for guys, it's much higher because, you know, guys are bigger and have more muscle mass. Uh, anyway, so the, the, the macros you design based on your goals. If you are someone just trying to maintain muscle and you don't train a lot, um, and you have smaller frame or bigger frame, uh, or also like depending on uh, either you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to maintain weight uh, or uh, gain weight, based on that, your macros should change. And also the amount of carbohydrates change. Like if you're doing something like CrossFit, you may need a little bit more of carbohydrates, you know, good quality carbohydrates, like, you know, sweet potatoes or uh, more broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and maybe some nuts and more nuts and seeds. Um, so if you're doing a lot of endurance training, you also might need to uh, consume more uh, good quality whole food carbohydrates around your training uh, to support your training and performance. So again, depending on that, um, you need to design your markers accordingly. Um, if you want, I can give you personal advice. Just schedule your uh, Skype Q&A uh, session uh, with me um, real fast, real quick. You can do that sh uh, following the the link in uh, show notes completely free. So um, do that. 
The next question, uh, is only eat when you are hungry a good diet plan? Again, only eat when you are hungry. Is it a good diet plan? So depending on what you're eating when you're hungry, you know, if you if every time you're hungry, you're eating some junk food uh, that you shouldn't be eating at all in the first place, then it's not a good plan. If you're eating whole foods, uh, uh uh, preferably that support stable blood sugar and insulin levels, uh, then yes, uh, if you have uh, normalized hunger uh, and basically I would have a plan still uh, because uh, hormones, your environment can trigger you uh, to eat more. I would have a plan in mind, but if for some reason, you know, one day you cannot stop eating and you don't understand why, then, and your diet is healthy, again, I want to stress that, then, um, you know, only eat when you're hungry might be a good idea. But again, uh, for a lot of people these days, uh, taking into account the uh, foods that most people eat these days, I wouldn't eat uh, only when I'm hungry, even though right now that's exactly what I do. But that took a while for me to um, really design, uh, you know, really good diet and get in tune with my natural sense of hunger and nutrition. And again, if you want to eat, if you want to ha- follow this strategy, only eat when you're hungry, then your diet should be really clean. And most of your food should be natural foods with not with no flavorings or uh anything added to just simple, clean, whole foods that Mother Nature created for you. Next question. When doing keto, is it okay to have a cheat day or will this take me out of ketosis? When doing keto, is it okay to have a cheat day or will this take you out of ketosis? Depending on what you... um, uh, what you call a cheat day, if cheat day means eating a lot of carbohydrates, especially processed carbohydrates, but any kind of uh, carbohydrates taken in, uh, you know, amount bigger than uh, you can store you know, as your muscle glycogen, as your liver glycogen, uh, will... Uh, any amount of any substantial amount of carbohydrates will take you out of ketosis. Your body can burn either glucose for fuel or your own fat for fuel. And if you're in a fat state and your glucose reserves are full and your carbohydrates are still entering your system because you're uh, still eating, your body has a priority to burn your blood sugar um, off or lock it uh, in the cells. So you're not going to be in ketosis for that period of time. So for some people, you know, cheat days is just eating more calories, not necessarily more carbohydrates. And that kind of cheat day will not take you out of ketosis. And again, the amount of carbohydrates that will take you personally out of ketosis depends on many, many factors. Um, It depends how fat adapted you are, uh, how many carbs and from what kind of foods you're going to eat that meal. Um, whether you are in carbohydrate depleted or glycogen depleted state, whether you eating after your training or not, so uh, your metabolism again uh, depends on many things. So, uh, and uh, again, you should be 
taking all of this into account. And uh, the best way is to, you know, get one of those uh, um, ketone meters uh, to measure your ketone levels and have the cheat meal, cheat meal uh, and then measure the amount of ketones in your blood, uh, whether you're still in ketosis or you're not in ketosis. And that's how you know for sure. Other than like than that, it's really guess game. So uh, get ketone meter uh, from Precision Extra or uh, Keto Mojo or other companies and measure your ketones and don't guess. <laughs> and the last question for today is, what are the best ways to lose weight for people over 50? Guys, uh, to lose weight at any age, uh, it's actually pretty similar. Um, but also being similar is also depends on your individual lifestyle and your individual um, health state. Um, so what works for some people at their 50s, you know, some people run marathons in their 50s and they're at the peak of their like uh, sport or athletic career. Sometimes that happens and that person will, you know, have completely different physiology than if you've been a couch potato your whole life. So um, how you lose fat at 50 depends on, uh, to a large degree, on your individual fitness and health um, levels. Uh, but, uh, in you know, when you're 50 or any age, I would recommend to do uh, a lot of resistance training to uh, increase and uh, support your muscle mass, especially, you know, on after 30, they say we start losing muscle mass. So definitely you need to do a lot of resistance training, meaning training with weights, uh, picking up heavy stuff and moving it around. Uh, then you would probably want to reduce your uh, carbohydrates. Uh, they also say that we tolerate carbohydrates worse with age. So definitely would consider high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet. doesn't necessarily have to be extreme keto diet, but just uh, lower your carbs, stop eating processed sugars and processed grains, and stick to vegetables and good quality sources of fats and protein. Um, uh, and then, you know, uh, depending on where your diet is right now, change the quality of your diet first and then see uh, how, um, <clears throat> what kind of progress you see with your uh, fat loss or weight loss. Uh, and then depending on that, you might count them. Uh, you might cut the amount of food you're eating, again, depending where you're starting and where you're finishing. Uh, but um, what's your goal? Meaning, uh, and then, uh, of course, be smart about your lifestyle, sleep well, um, also look at your hormones, where they are, you know, if you're a guy, if you're a, a woman, hormones influence a lot the way you uh, lose weight, uh, you lose fat and maintain muscle mass. Um, so just be aware of your health and your fitness state. And um, again, uh, add a lot of resistance training, number one, uh, Number two, change the uh, quality of your diet. Uh, they're not in order. I'm just saying what you sh should do from my perspective. Change the quality of your diet to whole foods, unprocessed foods, no ingredient list foods, you know, foods that are created by Mother Nature fresh. And uh, then... Uh, 
depending on your progress, you might cut the amount of food you're eating. First, cut carbohydrates. You know, you need your essential proteins and essential fats, especially essential proteins at your um, age, because, um, you know, the older we get, the more protein we actually need to maintain the same muscle mass. Don't go crazy, but you just need a little bit more than uh, maybe if you were 30, right? Um, so quality of your diet, the amount of food, and then again, sleep and your lifestyle and, your, and stress management. So those are the things that you need to do uh, in any age to lose fat. It's just when you're 50, you might change them a little bit, add uh, a little bit more protein. Maybe you need a little bit more sleep. Maybe you need to go... Uh, more gentle on resistance training, even though training hard. Um, so again, um, details apply. So to sum it up, guys, um, when doing keto diet, how do you know what your fat and protein intake should be? Depends on your particular situation and what you're trying to to do. That's how you should calculate your macros and, of course, your uh, personal uh, physique and health. Is only eat when you're hungry a good diet plan? <laughs> the main thought is, depends what you're eating when you're hungry. <laughs> when doing keto, is it okay to have a cheat day or will this take me out of ketosis? Stop guessing, get your ketone measuring device, have that cheat meal and measure your uh, ketone levels uh, and that's how you know if that meal took you out of ketosis or not. What are the best ways to lose weight for people over 50? Um, just like at any age, resistance training, change the quality of your diet, uh, stop, start uh, watching how much you eat, manage your stress well, and manage your sleep well. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, this is the last episode for this week. Uh, Check out the uh, all the episodes, uh, the most interesting ones uh, that you've heard this week. Thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, have an amazing and healthy weekend. Don't screw it all up uh, on the weekend. This is the worst thing that you can do uh, when you're trying to make some either fat loss or health progress. You know, you've put in all this work during the week and then you just what throw it away uh, all your energy and all your time out of the window just because it's weekend i think it's stupid and i think that you know it's stupid too so anyway uh, if you want to have a cheat meal uh, have it smart way have it healthy uh, you know delicious meal doesn't have to be crappy especially these days when you can have um a healthy version of almost anything, pizza or cookies or whatever. So think about that. Check out those, uh, you know, healthier versions of foods maybe this weekend. Maybe that's going to be your uh, adventure and exploration into the world of uh, healthy cheat foods. Um, Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you have questions, if you want me to talk about some subject on the show or invite some guests, uh, then shoot me email to Angela at createyourself.today. Uh, schedule your Skype Q&A call with me following the link in the show notes to improve and uh, make faster your health, your nutrition, uh, your fitness, join and get results faster. And till next time. As always, eat better daily.